Our Heavenly Father, this afternoon, we thank you for yet another day to come before your presence and to hear your word. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We welcome you into our midst. Teach us, speak to us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Have you heard this statement before? This statement which says that Jesus is coming soon. I'm sure you have heard this statement many times in your life. You may think that this phrase or this text is probably in the Bible exactly as it is well known to many. However, this well-known statement that I just made, that Jesus is coming soon, or this phrase that I just made, is somehow or is actually promised to us in the Bible by Jesus Christ. But he promised us this statement in a more profound, contextualized sense. In fact, Jesus promised his disciples that he would come again. If you read the book of John chapter 14, the verse number 1 to 3, it says, Let not your heart be troubled. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may also be. So the question that I want to ask all of us, when is Jesus coming back? We have the promise that he is going to come back. He has promised us that he's building mansions for us in his father's house. And in fullness of time, he will come and take us to his father's house. So that where he is, we may also be there. But when is Jesus coming back? Jesus will come back soon. However, I want you to know that no one knows the exact time when Jesus is coming again. If you read the book of Mark chapter 13, the verse number 32, it says, and I read, But about that day or hour, no one knows. Not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, Jesus himself, but only the Father. I want you to know, interestingly, the disciples of Jesus asked Jesus this same question just before he went back to heaven or just before he returned to heaven. At the time, Jesus told them it was not for them to know the times or seasons which are in the Father's authority. Therefore, Jesus, as I speak to you now, may come back tomorrow may even come 
as I speak to you now, may even come next month or next year or may even come 100 years from now. So what does this mean to you and me this afternoon? What I want you to understand is this. Always be ready for the second coming of Jesus Christ. Watch and focus on Jesus because the devil in our days is seeking to distract many believers from understanding the signs and the closeness of Jesus' coming. He will come, but we don't know the exact time. So I don't want you to worry your head many times as many people do. They try to be calculative and they calculate the timeline of his coming. It is good. It is good. It's good to have an idea. But don't worry your head so much. What you need to understand is that Jesus will come again. Therefore, you must be prepared. Why is Jesus taking so long to come back? Maybe that is a question that you probably be thinking about many times in your life. I want you to understand that Jesus is patiently waiting to come back because he is giving humanity as much time as possible so that we can decide to choose and to follow him. Jesus wants as many people as possible to repent and to return with him into heaven. If you read the book of 2 Peter, chapter number 3, verse 8 to 9, and I read, it says, But beloved, do not forget this one thing, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. And it says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some of you count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Jesus wants all of us to come to repentance. And for this reason, God gave him, Jesus, his only begotten son, that whosoever will believe in him, you will not perish, but then you will have eternal life. He wants many to come to him with a heart of repentance, that he can save as many as possible. And that is one of the contributing factors why Jesus hasn't yet returned. He wants many to repent of their sins. And... He warns us about his second coming. Jesus warns us about his second coming. And let me tell you, there are many confusing sort of non-biblical theories about the second coming of Jesus Christ that can distract many people in our days. Many people are thinking about so many things about how Jesus will appear. Some are thinking, will he appear spiritually to only a select few? Some are even thinking, will Jesus' second coming only be in a certain physical location? Some people are thinking he may appear in a particular geographic location. And some are even thinking that, will Jesus appear in the desert? Look, Jesus 
warns us about deceptions in the last days. In fact, I want you to read Matthew chapter number 24, the verse number 4 and 5. Jesus cautions believers not to be deceived by people coming in his name and claiming to be Christ. Therefore, our only safeguard as I speak to you this afternoon is to turn to the Holy Scriptures alone for answers. Many will come in his name. Many will say he has appeared here. Do not be distracted and do not be deceived, but focus on Jesus and the scriptures. Focus on what the scriptures have said concerning his his second coming. Will Jesus come back secretly? And that is one thing that probably we may have to look and think about as well. Many people have asked this question, many, and, and many people will, 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 as a matter of fact, see Jesus when he returns. Many people ask, how many people will see Jesus' second coming? Jesus Christ, his second coming will be bright, will be loud, and it will be glorious. This event, as I speak to you, cannot be hidden. Every human being on this planet earth will see Jesus coming. He will come back personally and literally, as I speak to you now, Jesus will come and when he returns, he will return in his glorious body. The Bible says in the book of Revelation, chapter number 1, verse 7, it says, Behold, he is coming with clouds and every eye will see him. There will not be a person on earth who is unaware of Jesus' return. Jesus himself describes the manner of his coming in the Bible. If you read the book of Matthew chapter 24, the verse number 27, Jesus stated that the return of him will be like the brightness of lightning and that light will illuminate the entire sky and I say to you, it will illuminate the entire sky from the east to the west. The same scripture that I just read to you earlier on, the verse number 30 and 31, describe Jesus' coming that he will come with power and great glory with the sound of a great trumpet and that awakens or that will awaken the righteous that is dead and he will gather them from the ends of the earth. I want you to know that our master and savior, Jesus Christ, he will come and he will appear and everyone will see him. Jesus will come again. He has promised us he will come again and all of us, we will see him in his glory and in his power with the angels. So the question is, how should we live while we wait how shall we live while we wait for his second coming christians should be on guard we should be watching and praying until the day of our lord as a matter of fact the bible says in the book of luke chapter 21 the verse number 34 to 36 it says but take heed to yourselves lest your heart be weighed down with carousing drunkenness and curse of this life and that day come on you unexpectedly that day for it will come 
assessment on all those who dwell on the face of the earth. Therefore, I want to tell you, watch and pray always. That when that day comes, you will be counted worthy to, us, to escape all these things that will come to pass. So that you will be able to also stand before the Son of Man. That day will come. So, guard yourself and watch and pray. Be prepared and watch and pray. Let me tell you that our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, Jesus, the Son of the living God, Jesus, the Son of Man, He will come again. How will Jesus come back? How will He come back? We know that Jesus' second coming will be a, a physical event. And it will be just like when he ascended into heaven the first time. The way Jesus ascended into heaven the first time, he will come the same way. If you read the book of Acts chapter number 1, the verse number 9 to 11. And it says, now when he had spoken these things, while they watched, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. The way he went to heaven, he will come the same way. He will come with angels, the same way angels received him. He will come on the cloud, the same way he was on the cloud. Jesus will come the same way he ascended into heaven. And let me tell you, as I said earlier, he will come with his angels. The Bible says that the angels will return with Jesus and they will come with the loud sound of the trumpet to gather from the whole earth those who have died in Christ Jesus. So therefore, what will happen to the righteous when Jesus come the second time? At the second coming of Jesus, I want you to know that all righteous people who were dead in Christ will be raised to life and they will be taken to heaven along those that are still alive, along with the righteous that are still alive on this earth. Those that have died in Christ, those that died in righteousness in Christ, they will be raised back to life and we all that are alive with them together we will be taken to heaven if you read the book of first thessalonians chapter number four the verse 16 to 17 it says for the lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And that we shall always be with the Lord and that we shall always be with the Lord. This is what is going to happen to the righteous that are dead in Christ and the righteous that are alive as at the time of Jesus' return. As I said earlier on, nobody knows the exact time. 
But what we need to focus is this, that we must watch and pray and prepare ourselves and know that our Lord and Master Savior, Jesus Christ, he will come. And by the time he comes, maybe from 10 days from now, maybe tomorrow or even as I speak to you, maybe in the next thousand years, for to him, a thousand years is like a day and a day is like a thousand years unto him. We don't know, but whenever Jesus returns, whether you are dead or you are alive as long as you died in christ and you died in righteousness in christ and as long as you are alive and you are alive in righteousness in christ this is the assurance that god by the inspiration of scriptures is telling you now that all those that are dead in christ and those that are alive in christ we shall all be caught up and we will always be with our Lord and Master Savior Jesus Christ. Therefore, what shall happen to the wicked when Jesus comes? What will happen to the wicked when Jesus comes? When Jesus returns to the earth, the wicked who are left alive will call for the rocks and hills to fall on them because they cannot look upon the face of Jesus Christ. If you want to, you can read more on this on Revelation chapter 6 verse 15 to 17. I want to tell you, the wicked will be destroyed with everlasting destruction because they did not know God or obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is why God wants to give more time for the wicked to repent. For there is a time that is coming that the wicked shall perish there is an everlasting life there there is a life we call eternal life and there is a life we call a perishing life everlasting life is there eternal life is there and everlasting perishing life will also be present choose wise and choose wisely as i speak to you now so this afternoon i want you to also understand one thing when will we get immortal bodies? Because when Jesus comes, the Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter number 3, that when he appears, we shall be like him. He will also change our bodies into his glorious bodies when he comes. In the book of Philippians chapter 3 verse 20, it says our citizenship is not of this earth, but our citizenship is of heaven. And there we await a savior who will come. And when he comes, he will change this, our lowly bodies into his glorious body. Jesus will change this, our bodies into his glorious bodies. And that glorious body is a body that cannot perish. That glorious body is a body that is immortal. It cannot be perished. That body cannot receive corruption. That body is incorruptible. And so, when will we get these immortal bodies? When Jesus comes. Because he will come. At the moment, I want you to know that Jesus' second coming, at the last sound of the trumpet, our mortal bodies shall be saved. Our mortal bodies shall be transformed. And it shall be transformed into his glorious body. And we will receive immortal bodies. If you read the book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, the verse 52 to 53, it says, In the moment, 
in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed for this corruptible body must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality when jesus comes back you will receive a new body the reason one of the reasons why you have to also receive a new body because this body is subjected to tiredness sickness and all kinds of agonies and pains in this new glorious body in this incorruptible and immortal body that we will receive that body there is no way it can allow pains and that is why the bible says where we are going there will be no pains there will no be weeping for we have received incorruptible bodies that cannot entertain pains and agonies anymore in the name of jesus christ of nazareth so the question i want to put to you believers on the line this afternoon and watching me or listening to me from everywhere why is jesus coming back the Bible says that Jesus is coming to reward the inhabitants of the earth and bring many back to heaven with him. The book of Revelation chapter number 22 verse 12, it talks more about this. The Bible also says in the book of Matthew chapter 25 verse 34, it says, Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. We will receive a reward when Jesus comes. I want to assure every believer on this network that when Jesus comes, we will be taken into heaven and we shall receive a reward. He is coming with his reward in his hands and he will give to everybody according to his or her works. What work have you done to receive your reward? When he comes, the reason why he is coming is such that all the work we are doing, the preaching of the gospel, the propagation of the gospel, uh, the winning of souls, uh, every work that every one of you is doing in their respective gift and capacity that has been given to him, uh, I want to tell you, as long as you don't remain lazy and you use the talent that God has given to you uh, when Jesus returned. Be assured. Be assured. Be assured and I say again, be assured. Be of this hope and be of this assurance that he has a reward to give you according to the works that you have done. You have done some works in your body. You have done some works with your soul, your spirit. Whatever commitment that you have committed to the lord i want you to understand it shall not be in vain and that is why jesus wants to come back he wants to come back and take you into his father's kingdom give you your mansion that he is building in his father's house and also to reward you there are crowns to wear and your crown is ready as long as you keep watching and praying and remaining steadfast in your faith in this time of what is happening in the whole wide world i don't want you to be distracted and begin to be calculating and thinking about the time all you need is to have faith in jesus be prepared get yourself ready for the second coming of jesus for he will come jesus will come again i want you to know 
more than anything. I want you to spend time with Jesus all the time. Jesus wants to invite you so that upon his return, you will be able to go with him to enjoy in heaven a life that is eternal. A life where the Bible says there will be no more tears. There will be no more pain and there will be no more suffering. What is keeping you from accepting the invitation of Jesus Christ this afternoon? What is inhibiting you? What is prohibiting you? What is preventing and stopping you from assessing this life that Jesus wants to give you upon his return? What would keep you from putting Jesus first in your life. Whatever is the obstacle in your life, search deeper within you this afternoon. As a believer and as a Christian, prepare yourself this afternoon. Make up your mind this afternoon that no matter what, I will hold on to my fate. No matter what, I will live a godly life. No matter what, I will look up to Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who is the author and the finisher of my faith. This afternoon, I would like to invite you that you will accept Jesus as your personal savior. I want you to accept him as your personal savior for he will come back. And if you have him already as your personal savior, keep and hold on onto the faith. Watch and pray. Work out that salvation that you have received with fear and trembling. Work out your salvation. You see how when this pandemic came about, it brought about fear and trembling within communities and within societies and within nations. And as I speak to you now, the fear hasn't completely eradicated. People are still harboring fear. You see how this pandemic all of a sudden brought fear and trembling into your life. That is how you are supposed to approach your salvation with fear and trembling, knowing that soon and very soon our Lord and Master Savior Jesus Christ, He is going to come back and He's going to judge us. For the Bible has said, God has handed down judgment to Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ of Nazareth, He will come back. He will appear physically in the clouds and every eyes will see him. What is keeping you from putting your life first into the hands of Jesus? What is more important in life and I want you to understand is for you to pattern your life after Jesus and to live such that every day of your life you live as if Jesus is coming in the next minute to take you to live with him forever and ever. Amen and amen. God bless you. This afternoon, if you want to give your life to Jesus, I pray this prayer with you. Lord Almighty, forgive us our sins. Jesus, Forgive us our many iniquities. Let the blood that you shed on Mount Calvary clean us, wash us, and purify us this afternoon. Forgive us our sins. And Lord Almighty, this afternoon, we offer ourselves unto you. In body-wise, in our soul, and in our spirit, we offer them unto you. We pray, Lord Almighty, 
that you will keep us and keep us well. That at the return of your second coming, we may not be found wanting, but we will enter your bosom, that we will enter into your kingdom. You devil, you devil, listen to us this afternoon. You cannot lay hold of our lives anymore. We, this afternoon, belong to the kingdom of God. We don't belong to your kingdom. This afternoon, we belong to the kingdom of light. For we have been translated from the kingdom of light, from the kingdom of darkness, into the kingdom of light. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving all of us. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for keeping us. Save us. Save us. In Jesus, your beautiful and your holy name, have we prayed. Amen and amen. If you have given your life to Jesus, wherever you are, find a church, find a fellowship, join a fellowship that you may be able to build up your faith in Christ Jesus, wherever you are. God bless you and thank you this afternoon for tuning in into First Fruit Inspirational Christian Center. Today's message was brought to you by Pastor Daniel Idri, lead pastor of this network. FICC is a network of prayer warriors. God bless you.